BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Straight up with Stassi. Hi, everyone. I'm Stassi Schroeder. She's the star of Bravo's Vanderpump Rules. I'm here to talk about pop culture, reality TV, celeb gossip, relationships. Stassi's new podcast is a hilarious look at the world and everyone in it. I want to give my opinion on everything. And she's never one to hold back on any topic. Because that's what I do best. Judge. (laughs) This is Straight Up with Stassi. Uh, welcome to Straight Up with Stassi. This is such a really, it's such a fantastic day because I have the new bachelorette, <laughs> Becca Kufrin with me. Hi. And I love you so much. I love you. I can't believe that you're sitting here at my kitchen table. Like these benches are only like $100 from overstock.com. I feel like I need a throne for you. Oh my God, stop. I'm, I'm like sweating sitting here. I'm like, this is not my real life right now. Like, my friends are back home in Minnesota going like, who is this girl? She's with Stassi. Oh, it, really? Yeah, this is crazy. That makes this me is, feel special yeah. because Katy Perry just fangirled over you <laughs> at American Idol yesterday. I fangirled over her. I, I think I was drooling at one point. <laughs> like, what is your life? Like, first of all, congratulations. Thank you. Because I just read this morning that you're able to tell people that you're engaged. Finally. Yes. So it was only a week and a half ago when this ended. Yeah, yeah. We finished filming a week and a half ago, spent a few days with my man and came back here and now I'm just doing press. Oh, so they let you spend some time together? Yes, which is so needed because I can't imagine going through that crazy journey and not even having a couple days with my person. So yeah, we hung out, just relaxed and got back at it. Can I ask you where y'all went? No. All right. Cool. So she has, so she has, um, (laughs) she's got two gals with her right now. You know, shout out to Courtney because I know her from Bravo and then just met my new friend, Megan, Megan. who is like basically Becca's mom throughout one of her moms. So (laughs) Becca had like two moms, two producers Mm -hmm. that are there with you the whole time during filming. So basically you're treated like a fucking princess. You're like Meghan Markle just <laughs> in the US and you don't have to worry about shit mm-hmm. except like, you know, interviews. Yeah. So they'll point me at, you know, they have my phone, so I don't have anything really. So they'll point me where to go. I'll have to ask when I can go to the bathroom, when I can eat, everything. So they just have my life for me and I just follow them. You, you re- that is like the life of a princess, right? I mean, I, yeah. I feel like yeah. I would start getting a huge ego. I mean, it's already a little inflated, but it would just like, 
whoa yeah well before i left my mom and her boyfriend tim they said don't let this go to your head and so we were actually filming my hometown package for when the show airs on monday and the producers you know were complimenting me and tim goes stop stop blowing up her head right now stop complimenting her and so the entire time every, every time something would happen i'm like okay just like stay chill stay down like you're still your dorky self oh i'm that's so good i, re- I really don't think i would be like that most people wouldn't be like that. I feel like you are, though. You seem so much more chill. No one, no one handles me, though. See, I don't get to live like the way that you are. That's why <laughs> I'm chill. Megan? <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't even have central AC in this apartment. So, yeah, I'm still humble. Yeah. You know you what are. I mean? But I do want to move in. This place is so cute. Thank you. I really appreciate it. <laughs> you can come and hang out and have wine nights Hell and we yeah. can watch The Bachelorette. Ooh, yes, if Monday you want. nights. Oh, my God. I'm taking you up on this offer. No, for real. Like, my friends would be so excited. When Katie and Kristen found out that I was doing this podcast, they were like, what time? Oh. And I'm like, you, you can't just, I can't just have a shit ton of people in my apartment watching this. It just doesn't work yeah. that way. But well, hopefully I'll meet them soon. I hope so. Okay. So I really want to ask you before I get into The Bachelorette. Yes. Um, I didn't know like how you got actually into it, like how you got into The Bachelor. Did someone make you apply or did someone apply for you? Yeah, so it actually started years ago. So two of my coworkers had applied for me and I got this random call one day from this guy named Scott in casting and I thought it was a joke at first and I went to work and my two coworkers, I could hear them giggling next to me and they're like, oh, haha, that was us. And so I was going to go through with applying and then... I ended up running into my ex-boyfriend at a bar, got back together with him. So, oh, you know, I was with him for a little bit. <laughs> and then we officially broke up in 2016. And I, you know, I was kind of down and sad. And my best friend Katie and I were like, let's go up north. Let's go hiking. And so we spent a weekend away. And we were sitting at the top of this cliff overlooking Lake Superior. And my best friend was like, let's just sign you up right now. Let's just see what happens. I was like, okay, why not? So we did that. And months later, I got a call again from casting just saying, hey, we got your application. Do you want to move forward? And I was like, oh, okay, Yeah, I'm single. Why not? What do I have to lose? Just thinking, you know, who knows what's going to happen? And I ended up, I mean, just moving forward every round. And so, you know, then I made it on the show. I did all my packing, left for California. How how do you just leave? Like what? How did you pay your rent? Um, Well, luckily, I'm pretty good at saving. So I was able to pay my rent up front and... The hardest part, though, was the packing because you have no idea how long you're going to be gone for. So, Oh, my God. I don't know that I could do that. Yeah. So I could be gone for a week, two months. I had no idea. But all we were allowed was two suitcases. So so do you have you're allowed two suitcases? Yes. And you guys wear something different in every episode. Yes. I never really see people rewearing stuff. Yeah. So luck. I mean, when I was with all of the girls, we would swap stuff. And so we would rewear some of the same dresses every couple weeks or you know, we'd all borrow stuff. And so it was nice when you were still with all of the girls because everyone was so friendly. But then towards the end, once you make it farther along, you know, hometown week, you're split up from everyone. So from there on out, you're on your own. Um, But luckily you have some time to shop so you can kind of revamp your suitcase. Oh my! But it's all on you for when you're, you know, one of many. So you were okay because people are either like one way or the other. I feel like when they go on The Bachelor, we're like they they want to be best friends with everyone mm-hmm. but then the other there are some that just like can't handle it because right. they're watching you know I, I always mm-hmm. wonder what I would be like you were just friends and friendly with most people yeah. so and it didn't it didn't hurt your feelings like it didn't to see like someone come back from a date and things like that you know it's interesting because yeah I got to be really close with a lot of the girls and 
And I knew going into the process, like I was going to be with these people every single day. And yes, Mm -hmm. I would hopefully get dates with the guy with Ari, but I still had to live with these people. And so I wanted to make friendships and, you know, I really wanted to soak in everything that the experience had to offer. And so, and I don't think I'm a very jealous person. And so I, I don't think you are either. I was, I was really happy in a weird way for some of the girls that would come back and get roses. Cause I'm like, okay, this is one more week that I get to spend with you guys. And when it comes to be the top four for hometowns, then you're completely separate from the girls because that's when feelings really start to develop. So then luckily you're separate. You, I'm just with one producer the entire time, um, which then allows you to actually grow in your relationship and not have all the distractions. But yeah, for the first half when you're with everyone, I mean, I just had a blast living with those girls. So there was never a moment where you were like, I want to take that girl's toothbrush and put it in the fucking toilet like right now. No, I never had that. Um, That's incredible. I mean, I, you know, Mother <laughs> Teresa, right in front of me. You're humble and kind. Oh, thank you. It's like that Tim McGraw song. I mean, I did get, <laughs> I did get sassy at times, and there were times where I needed to just separate myself and go sit on the balcony and journal for a little bit because I would. I feel like I pick up people's energy, and sometimes people can get down and get negative. So I would just really want to remove myself from that. And yeah. Just, sit on my own for a little bit but and that's not to say that there wasn't drama because there was of course drama with the other girls but of course I wanted to leave it to them so do you are you guys filmed 24 7 like when you're in the house yeah everything's filmed um for you know you'll wake up at like seven you'll start interviews you'll start girl chats doing whatever you do did you sorry sorry did you say seven? Yeah, it's early. <laughs> they wake y'all up at seven. Sometimes earlier, sometimes later. Why? Yeah, it just all depends, especially when you're in the mansion, when there's so much going on that they want to capture everyone together. They want to capture the moments when somebody's leaving for a date or when somebody's coming home or when somebody's talking about the date from the night before. They want to get everyone's reaction. So they really want to get you together as soon as possible. Uh, but then they want you to stay out all night. Yeah. So it's, it's long days. You know, we would start early and we would end late. A lot of times they would have to promise us snacks that so we would stay up late enough. <laughs> so oh we'd always gosh. be like, okay, if we're going to stay up till 3 a.m., can we get some chicken nuggets or something? Yeah. I would be like, where's the fucking pizza and ranch? Yeah. Oh, e- every pizza, night. chicken nuggets, peanut butter, french fries, everything. Oh, my gosh. That's so crazy. So, like, the only place that, like, they're probably not filming you guys is in the bathroom. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was on a really embarrassing show once called Queen Bees on the N Network. Queen Bees. You probably wouldn't even remember what the N is. Like, that's where, like, Degrassi was. Oh, yeah. It was so embarrassing. I was 18 years old, but I had to live in a house with seven other girls for a month. Mm-hmm. And that shit, like, really fucked with my head. Like, being filmed 24-7 and, like, having to sneak into the bathroom yeah. and, like, basically sign language to people if I mm-hmm. wanted to communicate it really stressed yeah. me out I felt like James Bond right well you get so used to being around people because you have all of the other girls that you're living with you have the producers the crew and so you're always with people and so I I mean we talked about this earlier but I would have dreams every night yeah. that I was being filmed or that especially this time around that I was on a date and so one night I remember and I sleep talk all the time I remember waking myself up being like, okay, people, you guys can film me right now, but I'm in my pajamas and I'm not changing. I'm just going to lay in bed so I can do this date in my bed. It just, it screws with your brain a little bit. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and you have to, how long is your season? Like how long did you just film for? Two months. Two months mm-hmm. straight, a pretty little, much. Yeah. This time around it was a little bit longer because I did, after the final rose, then we filmed back home in Minnesota a little bit and then the season started. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So let's talk about... 
someone I loathe. <laughs> I'm proud of, proud of, I'm probably sure you are so freaking sick of talking about him, especially since you're in a happy place now and you're engaged. Like I know that if like when people ask me about like Patrick or my ex-boyfriend or and mm-hmm. something like that, I'm like, oh my God, I don't even care. Like I don't yeah. care. I don't so know. It was it. so long ago. Like right. I'm so happy that I'm out of it. Like there's nothing left to say. Yeah. So if you feel that way, you can really tell me to shut no, up. No, it's fine. And that's the thing. It's like I knew going on this journey that I was going to have to talk about to it. Talk that, about it. That's yeah. part of my story. That's what led me to now be the bachelorette. And so I'm okay with it. Okay. I have to ask. I mean, I really hate him. I I <laughs> hate's a bad word to use. You know, it's very strong. Mm-hmm. But I think I'm just going to give you my personal opinion on everything real fast. Yes. I talked about it on my podcast. I think I did a solo podcast where like I didn't even have a guest. I felt so passionate about mm-hmm. <laughs> what happened. <laughs> I need to listen to this. Yes. <laughs> that I was just like, fuck this, fucking fuck this. I'm just, I ran straight into my room after watching it and just mm-hmm. ranted mm-hmm. like with a bottle of wine. I think he's the, besides what he did to you, but just leading you on when he had feelings for somebody else, besides like those normal things, the way that it went down, because you know that he, when he was telling you that he loved you, and you guys were having these weekends together, he was calling the producers or calling whoever he needed to call to say, I need to set this up to happen. And that betrayal, like that is what really, like it makes, like I feel like I want to protect you. Like it made me so sad. Yeah. Like were there moments that like throughout while y'all were filming Mm -hmm. where you were like, this is kind of a red flag or like this is something that I'm not sure, you know, that's making me think that this might not, he might not be my person or was it just like you were in in love and you were happy and that was it I think I mean I did fall in love and I was one of the people on my season that that or on his season that uh, I think held that back longer because I wanted to make sure when I said it I meant it and I knew it was right but I was also the type of person that I talk a lot and I'm like in in my mind I'm thinking if this is going to be my person and this will lead to a proposal at the end. I want to make sure I'm asking the right questions and really getting down to the core of what's important for me. And so a lot of times we would spend it talking about things that were important to me, like faith or children or, you know, jobs where we would live one day. And so when we were talking about those things, I thought everything was aligning. And he was really the first guy to ever say, yeah, I want to start a family. I want children. I want all of these same things that you're saying that you want. And that was something I had never had before. But I also think, too, because I was so fixated on the relationship, because I was one of many, you know, trying to date him, that I, of course, got caught up on that. And you're constantly Mm -hmm. talking about the relationship. You're constantly talking about your feelings and your emotions and and your confidence, like where you stack up, you know, against the other relationships. And so I was so fixated on that that I think I overlooked some things. And I mean, and then we were engaged. We were together for a couple months. I would still ask the questions. I would still ask, you know, do you feel confident in us? Do you think you made the right choice? Are you happy with the decision? And every time he would give me something back, it would be the answer that I wanted to hear. Right. And in hindsight now, it wasn't always honesty. And so that's why this time around, I really stressed having that honesty. Well, that was what was so frustrating is because he'd said to you, like, the one thing that I am with you is honest. Mm -hmm. Like, bro, like, that's legit the one thing you're not. Right. Yeah. Like, how? I know you can't really say if you were angry with the way everything went down like with that I know you can't say that Mm -hmm. and like with like the edit the lack of edit Mm -hmm. I like struggle with whether I liked that they did that or didn't because on one hand you know when when shows are edited they 
they're going to be slanted no matter what. Right. So, but on the other hand, like that was brutal to like have to rewatch that yeah. whole entire thing that it's like kind of a toss up. I don't know like what's easier. Mm-hmm. So when it was happening, you know, as I was sitting there that day and he was breaking up with me, I mean, I feel like I blacked out for part of it because there was just so much going through my head. Yeah. And, um, it was a lot to take in. And at that point, yeah, I was upset that he would do this and that he would have it be filmed. I thought it was something that should have been private, but now looking back, I am in a weird way. I'm happy that it did play out the way it did and it wasn't edited because that's really how it happened. And yeah, you know, the snot running down my face was really happening and the mascara covering my forehead. Like that was me in that moment. And it hold it holds all parties accountable for what really went down. So I no agree one with could, that, you know, skew it anyway and say, Oh, yes. well she maybe did this and it wasn't shown or he did that. And it wasn't shown. It was just like, it was all out for everyone to see. I mean, honestly, what really, what I liked about it is that like you, I like had this like feeling that Ari thought, you know, he was going to shine. Do you know what I mean? Like on TV or something in this scene and in like what he was doing. And because they left it unedited, it was like they dragged him. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like he was like, oh, my God. Like, is there anyone (laughs) besides Lauren that is a fan of Ari? Anyone at all? What must that be like? (laughs) To have every single person but your fiance. <laughs> I think his parents probably don't even like him at this point. <laughs> I, you don't have no to say comment. anything. I don't know. <laughs> you don't have to say anything. But that was just like the most. I'm sorry. I feel so bad for Lauren that she's stuck with that. I mean, I don't know Lauren personally. I don't know if she's cool or if she's not or if whatever. But like people like my worst enemy doesn't deserve to be with Ari. My opinion. Yeah. You don't have to say anything. Lauren is so sweet. And she's one of the girls that we got along when we were living together. But we were never as close as I was with some other girls. But she's kind. But I, I really do think, I, and I hate to say this, but I I think everything happens for a reason. And No, it does. I've, and they found each other. And they're yeah, happy. Dude, you're engaged now. Yeah. You are the bachelorette and you're engaged now. Mm-hmm. When I found that out and I was like, yes i was like not only did we drag him like ari got but now she's the bachelorette i was like that that just made everything so worth it like me like pacing around the apartment being like i don't know if i can continue watching this i don't know like (laughs) when is it gonna end and then chris harrison's like but there's still more Mm -hmm. and then like hearing all those sighs like in the audience Mm -hmm. like okay everyone's feeling the same way i'm feeling right now too right right Right. it was insane yeah and that was the moment like after after the final row sitting there, I was so nervous because I had never been in a live audience before speaking with my ex. And so it was just a crazy night, but to sit in the audience and to have the support, cause you know, it's mostly women sitting there. Yes, there are some men, but like everyone has been through a breakup. Everyone has seen their daughter or their friend or their cousin go through something like that. And so it was kind of empowering to know that as crazy as it was, I still had these people around me that kind of had my back, even though I didn't know them. Yeah. It was a really cool moment. Yeah. And I love your new, like the way that you're, um, what do you call that? Like the teaser, whatever. The promo or the promo. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I love that yours is yours is the best one yet. Like the whole like independent woman theme. I'm like, Mm -hmm. yes, get it. This is going to be like phenomenal. Mm -hmm. Like, well, and that's, that's awesome. Thank you. Yeah. And I, and I feel like, my mom, I mean, my dad passed away. And so my mom since 19 raised my sister and I, and she, since early on instilled, you know, be a strong, independent woman, speak your mind when you have to, but still respect everyone. And so coming into this role, I was asked like, you know, were there things about you that weren't shown or is there anything that's really important to you? And I'm like, well, this time around, I want it 
to not only be on my terms, but I want to show that people can bounce back from heartbreak and from being blindsided and girls can support each other and you can make friends while still going through this crazy journey, mm-hmm. trying to find love. And so that was really important to me. And so I'm glad that that's kind of coming through. Yeah, it totally is. Well, that I'm glad that you just said that because one question that I did get from people um, was they wanted to know how you personally deal with a breakup and then jump into dating again. Mm-hmm. Because you, how long did you have to like heal? A couple months, actually. You had a couple months. Yeah, and so... Um, really starting from the day that Ari ended things, you know, I was sad and I stayed in LA cause it happened in LA and I stayed out here for a couple nights and, and it was tough. I cried. I was confused. I was upset. I was angry. And then I flew back to Minnesota and I, I didn't want to just sit around and be mopey. I'm like, I need to go back to my normal life. So I jumped back into work. I spent time at the gym. I spent time journaling and reading and just I was always with my friends and family just to kind of feel like me again because I didn't want um I didn't want anyone to take away my sense of identity and that's my one thing is I've been through bad breakups in the past I mean I had a relationship on and off for seven and a half years oh shit that's a long ass time it was a really long time and in that breakup you know I went through the grieving process and I feel like I lost a little bit of myself and I finally when I finally kind of bounced back from that I was like okay I can do this. I can be strong. I can still find what I want. And that was the same thing this time around is I didn't want anyone to stop me from still living my life and being me and still trying to find what I wanted the first time around. So you're one of those when you go through a breakup, you're like productive and shit. So productive. Oh my God, I'm not. (laughs) I I can't. I just, and that's not to say I won't lay in bed for a couple days. Like, and I did that. I ate a lot of popcorn a lot of doritos a lot of chocolate a I was lot to of say wine. popcorn yeah i just wine, all of obvious. all yeah. of my comfort foods i i did for a couple of days but then i i was like i don't like just sitting around it makes me feel worse about myself and then i just think and think and think about everything so i'm like i need to keep going and stay active and and that's just me i like hire one of my friends to be my babysitter <laughs> like i actually though. had one of my best friends move into my guest bedroom and yeah. she would take care of my dogs in the morning when i want to sleep in then mm-hmm. come in wake me up with an iced tea or a diet dr pepper Aww. and just like lay things out for me and yeah. just somebody that like allows me to just be a degenerate yeah but still loves you and will be oh, there yeah. for you. It has to be a, mm-hmm. a good friend that like, yeah, also someone yeah. I want to be around all the time. You know what I mean? Right. Which is rare. See, luckily two of, or three of my best friends live two miles down the road from me. Oh, and so yeah. I would drive there all the time. I would come home from work, eat quick, and then be with them. Because I always wanted to be around people. Same. And they're so supportive. I have like the best support system in my girlfriends. And it, with the girls on the show too, they really helped a lot as well. And I would think like knowing that you're about to go meet so many dudes (laughs) and like have the chance to like fall in love that that would heal my heart in probably like 33 seconds (laughs) see but it wasn't on the table for a while so after the breakup it was about a month before we really started just even throwing the idea out there really I see I was like I had this whole vision in my head like this Cinderella thing that like that whole scene happened and then as you were leaving they're like wait but we're gonna make you feel so much better right now we want to make you the bachelorette (laughs) so that you didn't have to go home and be sad yeah no it didn't happen for a few weeks and and um when it started being talked about I, I I was still hesitant I still had to think about it talk with my friends and family but when I started to really think through it and think about what I wanted 
the thing that got me through was yes i'm like oh my god i'm gonna meet all of these great guys that i would never have the opportunity to meet in a normal life and to know that they're going to be hopefully better suited for me just a better fit for me that's what really got me going again is that um I know casting does an amazing job of really pairing the people with who they think will work because at the end of the day like everyone wants to find love and they want it to work out and it does work a lot of the time like it really does I love seeing the success stories yeah well and especially with the bachelorettes I met with Caitlin Rachel and Jojo before I met all the guys and they're still with the guys obviously I just think women are very intuitive and so that was kind of fun to hear their I guess I watch their journeys but to hear their side of things and how it does truly work and they have these great loving committed relationships I'm like I'm looking at the three of them and I'm like that's what I want so do you think that because of what you went through that you you treated the guys differently yes yeah because like, I'm, I hope that you didn't say I love you to more than one person. Did you? You'll find out. Oh, my gosh. I, am, I wouldn't be able to do that, I'd feel like. He, oh, yeah, I guess. Sorry. Well, I, I know you can't say. Yeah, that I, was a great answer. You'll find <laughs> out. I forgot that I was just doing this. It's okay. It's okay. Yeah, don't. Um, well, I will say, though, I, I going into this, I wanted to treat the guys how I would want to be treated. And yeah. I remember watching the season back. And knowing that Ari told me he loved me and told Lauren that he loved me. And it, and yeah. it was tough. And so I, I wanted to go into this really respecting the guys and their feelings and myself, too. And so I kind of had an idea of what I would or would not do this time around. Were you, like, totally happy with all the dudes? With most of them. Yeah, I mean... Well, I mean, you got to throw in <laughs> a few losers, there a few was, wild cards exactly. that are going to be douchey, yeah. you know? And Otherwise, that, like... It's not going to be as great TV. Right. Everybody loves a train wreck. Exactly. And there were a lot of guys, I mean, who I knew right away, they weren't there for me or they weren't going to be the one at the end of this, but they made me laugh. And some of the guys had just the funniest personalities that I'm like, I want to be friends with you still. And so, and, and that you'll see all of that. There are some really great wild personalities that'll come out eventually that it'll be funny, funny to see. All of this talk about... Being in a relationship or, you know, I'm, I'm talking to the bachelorette. You know what I mean? I'm talking to Becca, who is the bachelorette. Uh, that, that means that she's the most eligible woman in the United States. And she's talking about how she finally has found love. And that's incredible. And I feel like I have, have, have found love. And then that makes me think about that, well, I used to go on a bunch of girls' trips all the time. I mean, I used to go, that was like the thing that I lived for. Even when I was in a relationship before, I always looked forward to going on trips with my girlfriends. We went to Paris. We went to Copenhagen. We went to London. We went to all these places. I mean, I would go with Rachel, with Katie, Kristen lasted for part of the time. You, Diana from Sir, we would go everywhere. And those girls' trips were freaking everything because we had no rules. You know, Rachel and I were always single when we went. So it was like, you know what? All bets are off. It's like, just make the most of your life. And that is why I so freaking related to this movie that's coming out on Netflix called Ibiza. And I talked about this last week because 
Well, I got a screening of it and that makes me feel super special because I love to screen things early. I mean, who doesn't? And when I actually watched it and just sat in bed on my computer, I was like, this is the fucking best. This is a girl's trip. This is what every, this is what every time that I would Instagram story or do anything with Rachel or, or anyone, all my girlfriends, when we would go to Europe or go anywhere out of the country, this is what this was like. This is a movie that's coming out on Netflix. That is a girl's film. I used to have the year of yes. I had the summer of yes. I had like the winter of yes, the fall of yes, the spring of yes. When I was single, I would say yes to everything. And that is exactly what this movie, Ibiza, is basically showing us. It's the best. Honestly, I am so annoyed that Rachel and I didn't get to watch this movie together because it is right up our freaking alley. If you are somebody that likes um, super funny female-driven movies, okay, but that are comedies, you will love this. And I really want, if you're somebody that's listened to my podcast for a really long time, because I say this always, if you're somebody that listens, then you, we're in the same community. We have the same sense of humor, the same mentality. We enjoy the same things. And this is the movie that you will want to watch because it is just so, it's Khaleesi driven, honestly. And it's about um, a group of friends, three friends that, and I don't want to give away too much, a group of three girlfriends that find themselves in another country and just say yes to everything. And so then they end up just going cray. And it's so funny. And it reminds me of everything that, honestly, Katie's been married. So what me and Rachel do. Because when Rachel and I go out of town, when we go to London or Paris and we've done this, we've always been single. And so we say, yeah, if somebody invites us somewhere, yes. We ended up at Crazy Horse. Do you know what Crazy Horse is in Paris? Crazy Horse is like a strip club slash musical theater situation venue and everyone thought that rachel and i were lesbians on our honeymoon and put us in the prime spot to watch a show and gave us a bottle of champagne for free so that we could in quotations celebrate our honeymoon i have photos to show it professional ones profesh ones with me and rachel o'brien at the crazy horse in Paris. And that is what Ibiza is like when I watch this movie. So y'all, for realsies, everyone needs to go and watch this on Netflix. It comes out on May 25th. It's the best. It's honestly, it's a girl's girl's movie. Like if you like watching funny women do awesome things, living their best lives, this is right up your alley. And might I add, because there are lots of people that I really love. I love Vanessa Bayer. I've always loved her. But then there's also Phoebe Robinson and Gillian Jacobs. This uh, it's, it's just a fucking powerhouse of women. And I love women. Oh, Female-driven comedies are just the fucking best. So y'all, seriously, go watch it. If you don't, don't listen to my podcast anymore. Because then you just don't get what this is all about. Abisa on Netflix. Um, would you rather <laughs> date, no, marry the worst guy on 
your season, like the one that you just disliked the most, or Ari, you had to gun to head, gun to head, which one you'd rather marry. Oh shit. (laughs) But you got to think about, you got to think about it. Well, I'm really trying to think about like the one guy who I didn't drive with at all in the mansion. Um, (laughs) (laughs) This is your life for the rest of your life. And you live a long life. You die at age 101. So like you're together forever. You're together for a while. You know, I would probably still have to say Ari because I mean, he travels a lot. He'll be gone. <laughs> that was <laughs> Becca. That was such a freaking good answer. That was phenomenal. Thank you. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. Wow. Mic drop. Um cool. Well then there you have it, Ari. Uh it would be you. Cuz you wouldn't be around. Oh god, this is going to be taken so out of context. No, it's not. It's not cuz it's it's a, it's a joke. I get, it's yeah. an impossible question to answer, yeah. honestly. Which is why I love Would You Rathers. Mm-hmm. That was a good one. Damn. <laughs> so can, can you say like the places that you guys travel to this season or like anything about it? Maybe a yeah. couple? Yeah. Um, I so love the traveling part. Of course. Oh, my God. I do, too. We went in the U.S. We went to first Park City, Utah, which was so Where Katie's cool. from. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, it was so fun to go to. It, it was just like the perfect little mountain town. Um, and then we headed to Las Vegas. Yes. We met uh, Mr. Newton. Oh, my Mr. Wayne, gosh. Mr. Las Vegas himself. Oh, my which gosh. Which was unbelievable. I will say I fell in love early on in the season with Wayne Newton's monkey, Boo. He So he has the sprawling estate. He has horses. He has peacocks. He had a monkey. Wait. Yeah. See, do you ever, like, pinch yourself and you're like, what the fuck am I doing? Yeah, all the time. You should read my journal back from that day. I was like is this for real? I'm sitting with Wayne and his beautiful wife and I'm like, this is not happening. That is so cool. Mm -hmm. It's crazy. Everyone loves the bachelor franchise. Yeah. So you guys start in, in Vegas. Where, where's the, okay. I'll just ask you, where's your favorite location that you went to? Okay. Well, well, one of, can I say from the past two seasons? Yeah. From mine and last season? Yeah. Um, I would say I loved Paris. Oh, Um, I am, I am, I'm a Paris girl. Yeah. I make it a point to go back every year. So I feel okay, you. Can we go together? Because 100%. Always looking for chicks that want to come because yeah. it's such a girly place. <laughs> Everyone's raising their hand right now. <laughs> it's such a girly place. Like, it is. You want to be there with like your girlfriends. Yeah. And we, you know, because we were filming, it w- the place that we stayed was on a ship actually. And so we didn't get to see a ton of the city, but the last day we call it a dark day. We were able to just go explore. And so we had one day to just walk around the city and eat and shop. And so we didn't even get to see that much, but just the part that I saw, it was so beautiful. I'm like, I want to spend a month here and just mm-hmm. be as Parisian, Parisian as possible, but I would love to go back there. Oh my God. It's amazing. Yeah. And then Peru, Cusco, Peru is yeah. unbelievable. I've always wanted to go there. It's very cool. And I will say the uh, altitude really gets to you, but... What does it make you feel like? High? No, it just makes you feel like you can't breathe. Oh, it's like in a bad way. I would walk one set of stairs and I would have to sit down and catch my breath. It's tough, but it's so cool. It's so colorful and vibrant and they have markets everywhere and... Can't you not drink there? Oh, oh, no, I drink. You can definitely drink. 
Hmm. It gets you just drunk faster. Okay. So it's oh. good. Yeah. Okay. Around. Yeah. Well, that, oh my God, <laughs> it would be super affordable then. It'd be oh, really yeah. cheap to just have a good time. Yeah. Well, and everything is so affordable there too. Like, so you could, I think I left with souvenirs and gifts for all of my friends and family for like under $50. All right. True. Mm-hmm. Here I come. Yeah. Okay. So. I like how you were just talking about earlier how you can't have you didn't have your phone and mm-hmm. you don't have your phone. And I just think that's super interesting and that like <laughs> I want my listeners to know this. Like she didn't know about Tristan and Chloe, Tristan mm-hmm. cheating. What else do you know about Channing Tatum and Jenna Dewan splitting up? I found that out. Everything. I found out You went to Anna Chris Pratt and Anna Ferris that ended is things. A- and I was just with her yesterday and luckily Megan prepped me before that because i had no idea like would you have gone in and been like oh my god how's your like how i love your jurassic world probably because i'm an idiot and i just yeah so there's so much that i missed yeah i I just found out that the royal wedding was happening like the day before and i was all excited i'm like oh i'm gonna set my alarm early and then i slept through the entire thing but yeah so much i missed yeah did you oh i was I drank five cocktails that morning oh, hell yeah. and then had to just continue to world dog day and then continue again, like at more bars. Mm-hmm. I had to get an IV doctor to come to my apartment <laughs> on Sunday oh, because smart. it was just like an unbearable hangover. Mm-hmm. So I am all about Do the those royal IV wedding. doctors work. Oh yes. Oh God. I need to try one of these. Oh out. my gosh. The next time let me, I can, I normally can prevent hangovers because I use the hangover patch or I'll use the party pill, which you get at Whole Foods. I'm like pointing. What is this? I think I'm pointing to like the cabinet that it's in. (laughs) What is this magic you speak of? Oh my God. No, I I get so annoyed that they're not like my sponsors because I feel like I'm, I'm a, I'm like legit their salesperson. Yeah. The hangover patch. If you Google it, I'm not going to give the brand because they don't sponsor me. But it's legitimately a patch. I'll write it down for you. It's a patch (laughs) that you can put anywhere. I put it on my butt. And it's just pumping you with vitamins that you need. And you just do it right before you start drinking? Yeah. and Or you can take, like, Bo, my boyfriend prefers the pill, Mm -hmm. which I get from Whole Foods. And it's just, you take it right before you start drinking. or And I'm never hungover. So if you're hungover even after that, the IV okay. is like really the way to go. Oh God, you are changing my world right now. See, when I get hungover, I'm down for the count. I'm down all day. So am I. I get sick always at dinner time. And no matter what, at like 5 p.m., I have to throw up because oh. it's terrible. That's exa- that is exactly my clock because mm-hmm. I'll wake up right away and I'm like, I'm a champion. Yeah. And I get like overconfident in the way mm-hmm. that I feel. And then all of a sudden it like creeps in It'll hit you. And I'm like, what the fuck? I was. Oh, my God. You'll I just the cold sweats. Yep. Yeah. I should have known. I should have mm-hmm. known this was just going to come. And yeah, by the afternoon, I'm throwing up and I'm just sitting in the shower. Yep. And then. Later on that night, I'm like, all right, time for a glass of wine. It's the only thing that's going to. Yeah. yeah. Little hair of the dog. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> oh, my God. That's so cute. We're like Hang hangover twinsies. Oh, God. I can just picture us one day laying in bed being like, oh, we're good. We're going to start day we're, drinking. And then yeah. it'll slowly creep in on us. We're going to be yep. sitting next to the toilet together. <sighs> but, you know, those are the days. That's when, like, the magic happens. Exactly. Those Real are the friendship days. right yes, there. Yes. <laughs> those are the days that really, like, it solidifies a relationship. Yes. You know? Yeah. I trust you to see me like that. Mm-hmm. I'll you hold trust your hair me. back. Hopefully you'll hold mine back. Thank you. I have extensions. You better be okay with that. I'm okay. Do you have extensions? No, but I want to get them. You don't need Soon. them. Don't ever get them. I, I just want my, my hair does not grow long. 
don't get hair extensions because it'll make your hair thinner and it'll break them. And I wish I never did it to begin with. Are, are those the tapins? Yeah. How long do they stay in? I can make mine last like two months and then it kind of oh, wow. drives me nuts. Yeah. That's like the most I can make them last. Mm-hmm. But they, it's, you know, you want a dude, your fiance, to be able to just like run his like hands through your scalp. Yeah. Yeah. I can't do that. See, I was going to, I had a quick day turnaround before right after hometowns before we started traveling again and i'm like oh i want to get my hair done i want to get extensions and everyone was like nope you're gonna have fantasy suites you're gonna want to just have them like run yes. their fingers through your hair and i'm like okay fine you're gonna Solid want the dudes point, to guys. be like oh my god this chick is so freaking natural i love it i don't get to witness <laughs> this shit anymore like you're so lucky oh are you all natural mm-hmm. oh, that is so yeah. lucky i have a chin implant do you yeah can i touch it of course here when did you get it for my high school graduation oh my god feels real it looks so natural yeah because i didn't go cray oh my gosh i was i was conservative but this side my left side my personal left side is numb still so sometimes like i'll like walk into the bathroom and look in the mirror and i'll have like dried wine Mm -hmm. or something (laughs) that i just never felt because it's numb oh my gosh yeah dang so got extensions got a fake chin i guess my botox already wore off and i don't like your to get skin looks flawless Thanks. i need your secret i'm gonna give you um the makeup that i use i will tell okay. you the makeup it's freaking fantastic fantastic the sephora airbrush can <gasps> i've been wanting to try airbrush it is i just like spray it on a little sponge mm-hmm. and then dab it on my face okay it's, it's so easy and yeah. it stays i feel like i wish I mean, your makeup looks perfect, so you obviously didn't need any help. But, like, I wish I would have told you before you ever went on TV because yeah. it's – it. I swear. It's beautiful. Buy it. it I looks, swear yeah, by it. Yeah, it doesn't even look like you're wearing makeup right now. I'm totally a fan girl. Yeah, Gina airbrushed me. Yeah. So I had a makeup artist on this show. <laughs> For every but scene? For every day, yeah. Oh my home god, t- that's awesome. It was very nice. I and would kill for that. She's amazing. She – her name is Gina. She's everything. I would – not have made it through without her um but and she did airbrush but i've never tried it tried to it yourself it's what i don't up. know how to do my makeup like i you guys <laughs> you shouldn't see, see you're so down to earth you're like from minnesota and you're humble i did blue eyeshadow today and i'm like i look like how i did no, in sixth grade when it's I tried so cute because it's so on. subtle it's subtle so you look like you're you're chic oh thank you i can't, I, I, I left the hotel today i'm like ooh. There's no turning back now. Just kind of go with it. Wait, so are you like living in LA now? Just for, here for a couple weeks. And then... And they put you up at a hotel? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then... But I do... I, I love LA. It's growing on me. And so I do want to spend a lot more time out here. Yeah. It's soon. so much fun. This is the best life ever. Mm-hmm. There's I'm, so much going on. Yes. And everyone just moves here because they want to enjoy life. Mm-hmm. That is my whole theory about people who move to LA. Yeah. Like... They just want to enjoy life. Mm-hmm. That is their goal every single day. And you really have everything here. It's You have the city. You have the mountains. You have the ocean. And what's cool now is because I know so many people from the show that I'll have friends coming out here. Yeah. That it's not just me packing up and moving and not knowing anyone. And so Totally. I, and, and now's the time to do it. Yes. There's, there's, well, it's always the time to do it. Mm-hmm. And I hope you get on Dancing with the Stars or some shit. That would be oh. so amazing. So then you'd really have to move out here for a really long yeah. time. I uh, I used to dance growing up. I'm a little bit rusty, if you couldn't tell from my Moulin Rouge date last year. 
<laughs> I forgot about that. I was, I, the guy was, the choreographer was teaching us this dance. And I'm like, oh my God, I can't move my body anymore. I'm not really a great dancer. Yeah. You know, I kind of a few glasses of wine and you think you're great. Yeah. I kind of just like hop around. It's Mm -hmm. kind of like also like karaoke. It gives me like, do you karaoke? Oh, I love karaoke. So does my boyfriend. No, I'm scared of it. So I watch my friends and watch my boyfriend. Like I have to be on the floor drunk to get up and Mm -hmm. karaoke. Well, me too. Like if I, if I was going to do something, I'd probably do Will Smith. Oh, like getting jiggy with it. Oh, any Will Smith. Welcome to Miami. Oh my gosh, Wild Wild West. Oh, I love I that. am like a huge Will Smith music fan, especially. First of all, he's just really likable. Mm-hmm. So like I love I Will Smith in general. He's the best. Hey, do you follow him on Instagram? Highly recommend it. I don't know. I should look. You really I think I do actually. I mean, I know you haven't had your phone for a while, so do you even know how to use Instagram um, anymore? I had to have a refresh on how to text. Yeah, I, I would like, imagine. I don't know how to, how to type anymore. Wait. I'm, Will Smith. I'm finding them right now. Yes, he's so likable. His Instagram stories are awesome. But um, I always say Will Smith's songs are my hangover songs. If I'm like hungover, I just ask Alexa. I ask Alexa. I just don't want to say it too loud because mm-hmm. then she'll listen to me to play Will Smith. And right. it just makes me feel so much better. What about Fresh Prince of Bel-Air theme song? That's good. I just don't know it by heart. Oh. oh. <laughs> Megan and I are ready. Megan knows it by heart. <laughs> Megan knows it by heart. <laughs> I'm yeah I'll learn it I'll learn it okay learn it and then we'll go do karaoke together okay that'll be See, a go-to you just you just got me really really nervous <laughs> oh my god See, like now no, we'll, we'll get drunk before okay we'll have, we'll have cocktails let's just get wasted we'll go to Belmont oh what we were Belmont? talking about oh I forgot we were talking <laughs> so just let me give some a little backstory I, I already had said that we've had we have two extras with us right now um and I know I already have known one of them and she knows what Belmont is, and I forget that we're sitting here doing a podcast. Um, <laughs> but Belmont is one of the bars that my friends and I always go Frequent. to. It's it's what Sunday night karaoke. Yeah, Sunday oh. night karaoke. Whew. There's Rock and Riley's. Is that what Rock- any night? <laughs> oh, yeah, I guess any <laughs> night. Football so oh, football Sundays, Rock and Riley's football Sundays. Okay, so yeah, they're just like dirty bars that. We've been going to them since like before Vanderpump Rules even existed. Mm-hmm. So like we've it's it's like our you know the Max for mm-hmm. Saved by the Bell. Oh yeah, Rock and Riley's in the Belmont is like that's where my we go. S- my sister and I. There's one called Liquor Lyles in Minneapolis, and it's totally old school. It has red vinyl glitter seats. It's where my sister every time she comes back to Minneapolis, we have Ooh. to go do karaoke. We have to go there. I swear I get sick every time, but. It's it's a staple that we go to. If I ever go to Minneapolis, I am hitting that place up. Glitter red seats. Oh, That's yeah. so retro. Oh, I wait, love I it. Take you there. You know that Kira Kira app that makes everything sparkle a lot? No. No, you don't <laughs> no. because you haven't had your phone. <laughs> I, I need a notebook in front of me so I can start writing all of this down. Yes. Like, what do you? What did you? I'm sorry. What did you do without your phone? What did you do all day? Dating. Dating 28 men. It, it's a lot of work. You really, like, didn't have downtime to just Mm-mm. scroll no. through Daily Mail or, like, scroll no. through Twitter or, like, uh-uh, text nothing. your BFF? Nothing. I didn't even have – I mean, towards the end, we when we stayed in hotels, I would have TV, but I didn't even have time to watch it because it's go, go, go. So you're going on dates. You're going to the rose ceremonies. You're doing interviews. You're doing – you know, you're shooting B-roll, which is like the contemplation shots. If people don't know what that is. Oh, my gosh. Work. Those shots. I always imagine like that you guys are 
like your blood's like getting cold just like sitting there in silence mm-hmm. looking out Staring. into the forest so well I would always laugh I would either laugh too much during it or I would be too serious and so so everyone would have to be like okay practice long division in your head and oh and my then god I would start that, to do it and I would look like, oh, like I was shit, constipated I long, I'm like I don't know long division so I yeah I don't know what I'm doing me neither but yeah, there's not any downtime really. And when there is, which is like, you know, 10 minutes here, 15 minutes there, I would just try to nap. Okay. So like when you would go to bed at night, did you watch TV? Mm-mm. You no. would just, did you need like Tylenol PM or anything? Or you just no, like, I would just crash and I, I love to read. And so coming out, I think I packed probably four or five books in my suitcase and I made it through maybe a fourth of one book the entire season. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay, but listen, I know what it's like to be mic'd up. You get to your location and you're waiting around yeah. because that's just how it is with any television show. Mm-hmm. Um, w- did you read a book or were you like, that's when I would be like, okay, I'm going to scroll through some things on my phone. Well, they, I don't even have my phone whatsoever. It's hit. It's away. So you were just forced to talk to people. Yeah. Well, interact like a normal human being. Yeah. Which, and that's what's so interesting about the show is that people don't realize is none of us have phones. Like they are hidden from us the entire time. And so I know people always bash the time frame. They're like, how can somebody actually fall in love in two months? But you take away the phone, the social media, the TV, the magazines, the radio. Like you don't even have, the the guys don't have music living in the mansion at all. So you're really forced to just go back to the basics and have conversations the entire time. That's really what it's all about. That's all you're doing. Wow. I'm really trying to imagine what that would be like to be around a bunch of strangers without my phone, without music, without TV. Mm -hmm. Like, See, and it's, it seems weird and it seems like, like you can't do it. But once, you know, like after the first two days, I was like, I'm loving this. I love not having to be connected. There's something kind of cool and mysterious about not knowing where, like not having people know where I am, even though they can read about it and find me in a matter of seconds. But it's just, it's, it's a, it's a weird feeling, but it's actually so relaxing. Huh. I really, I, you know, it's a shame I'm on Vanderpump Rules because I'd really like to, do, well, and I'm also in a relationship. I'm not mm-hmm. single, but I would really like to know what this is like to just be like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, I know. I'm pretty much. Yeah. I mean, Courtney I'm, can take your phone for a week if you want to test it out. Well, only if I was in an exotic location where yeah. everyone was handling me and being like, you want pizza? Mm-hmm. Do you want me to do your makeup? What are we going to dress you in today? <laughs> That's the only way I yeah. want my phone being taken away. So I will say the last location, I'm not going to give it away, but it didn't have the best Wi-Fi, And so even, How do the, you know? even the crew and the oh. producers, <laughs> they would, they would be like, Oh, quick, this Wi-Fi here sucks. We have to go stand over here. And so they were struggling. I'm like, haha, now you know how it feels. Yeah. That, <laughs> that would honestly make me feel, I mean, I'm, I'm imagining you're saying that it feels awesome. I, I, I would need, Sorry to reference it again. Some Xanax. Yeah. I might actually Something. just be like, oh my gosh, yeah. what is, what? Wine. Did just you ever get like, anyone even know. did you ever get like embarrassingly drunk? Mm. Do, are you monitored? Um, Do your people monitor how much you drink? So last year when I was with all the girls, we had a rule where you could, you could only have two drinks per hour of hard alcohol. And I, I mean, I always drink like vodka soda or vodka tonic, so we could only have two per hour, but then wine or beer, we could drink as much as we want. Why? Because wine fucks people up more than 
yeah a vodka soda well this year for the guys they changed it where they could only have two drinks per hour and so the guys were struggling and they hated it so they would have to just like sip on their drink for that hour um oh my god is that because of the bachelor in paradise thing i think the corinne stuff I think that had a part in it. I've had um, to. But it's actually smart. Okay. I mean, so it's smart by them. Yeah. I, I mean, will s- kudos to ABC. Yeah. Sucks for the people who had to only drink two drinks an hour. Right. I will but- say last year when I was on Ari season, there were nights, because the nights go so long too, and there's just a lot of waiting around to go have a conversation with him that I got um, a little drunk a couple nights, and there was one night where I needed a nap because I was so tired <laughs> that I fell asleep for like three hours behind a couch. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> it was comfy cozy, but um, not my best look. And and being on this side of things now, I, I kind of liked that they had that rule because I wanted to really get to know the guys and I'm all for having a good time. I love my drinks, but it's hard when the guys are drunk half the time or of crazy. Course. And so to be able to sit there and know that like they're so coherent and can remember my name helped a lot yeah no of course that makes sense but i'm all for having a good time and had i been on the other side of things i would have probably been bashing the two two drink rule so for sure well okay so when you're in those moments with them um in those big what are they called the cocktail the the, the cocktail parties or the rose ceremonies the cocktail parties yes um how does the like in like like when people come up and interrupt, and yes, and they just want to have their own time. Like, how does that really work? People actually come and just keep interrupting, and yeah, so doesn't hasn't people wa- hasn't anyone watched The Bachelor where they're like, dude, you don't want to be the one that's interrupting? Yeah, they don't care. Um, <laughs> it depends on the situation. So especially night one because it is so chaotic and there's so many people. Everyone knows that they're only going to get a couple minutes. And so, and luckily the whole entire team is amazing at really coordinating and switching up because you know, you never want to sit in the same place. And so they're always kind of moving me around and they're bringing guys in and I'll have a couple conversations with a couple guys, you know, they'll interrupt after five minutes and then somebody else will come in. Um, but there are times where, you know, the team doesn't have a say and the producers don't have a say and somebody will just kind of butt in. And so you'll see throughout, um, there are certain moments where it's, you know, not really planned. And I've just sat down with somebody and somebody else will come in and it'll lead to the drama. And, and, um, luckily I missed most of that because I was just the one sitting there and the guys would go off and handle it on their own. In in that moment, are you like, this is going to be a good episode? Yeah. (laughs) There finally, there was one moment I will say throughout and, um, that was happening where somebody kept coming in. And finally I was like, look, I just sat down with this guy. I want to talk to him, like just allow us a couple minutes. And he's like, well, just give me two minutes of your time. And I'm like, I'll come find you. And, and he, he did, I, for some reason, I don't think he believed that I was going to come find him. So I'm like, look, I stand by my word. I'll make sure I make time for you. Like, we'll talk later as long as you let me sit here now with this other guy. Yeah. But you're a pimp. <laughs> you're a freaking pimp. You know that you are the most like eligible bachelorette. Well, you were. That's basically what the show is. Mm-hmm. Like everyone in this country should want you like that is something to be so proud of. Oh, thank you. And I have loved having you here. I love I really here. wish like we could just talk about this for hours. I, I have too. so many more questions that you probably can't say out loud, mm-hmm. so I just want let's really just have a wine night or oh, just go yeah. out if you want yeah. to go out or do something. Of course. I'll yes. take you to the Belmont or Rock and Release. Yeah. We can karaoke. 
or I'll watch you karaoke. <laughs> You'll be my best fan in the audience. <laughs> <laughs> but I want everyone to know, okay, so The Bachelorette comes out May, what's 20, 28th? 28th. Yes, mm-hmm. on ABC. I mean, you don't need to even block off a time because it's like two hours long. So it's like the only, it's, what time is it on? Eight to ten. Eight to ten. A mm-hmm. Memorial Day night. Yeah. I cannot wait. I'm so excited for you. And everyone, please go follow Becca at It's Be at, Goof. Well, on Twitter, it's The Be Goof. Oh, yes. And then on Instagram, B-K-O-O-F. Mm-hmm. Okay. Thank oh, you so much. Thank you. Thank you for being in so my fun. apartment. I, I'm moving in with you. Yes. I hope you're okay with that. Yes. <laughs> if I go through, listen, if Bo breaks up with me, I'm going to need to... Hire somebody else to come sleep in my guest bedroom. Bo, don't break up with her. Don't do it. All right, bye, guys. Bye, everyone. <laughs>